Hello, and welcome to the Candy Gibbs Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about upcoming events, this podcast, and for other resources, visit candygibbs.com. I'm Candy Gibbs, and I want to welcome you to the podcast today. And I have with me as a guest my very precious friend and our mayor, Ginger Nelson. And I just want to say how much I appreciate you taking time to come and visit with us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm going to open this in prayer and then I'm going to get right to it because I know all of you are anxious to hear what Ginger has to share with us. So, Lord, we just thank you so much for what you're doing in our city. And God, I just want to thank you for the incredible leadership that you have provided us here. And I just thank you, God, that you have a plan uh, for each of our lives, for the ministry of Hope Choice and for Amarillo. And I thank you, God, that you will give us opportunities to make an impact for your kingdom. And I thank you also that you equip us, that you prepare us, that you give us everything that we need, God, to stand where you've called us to stand. So today, I just ask that you would continue to strengthen Ginger, that you would continue to show her favor, God. And I am just so thankful for the sacrifice of her time and energy and emotion that she offers on behalf of her love for you. So God, just come and be with us during this time today. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, you are in your second term as mayor and running for your third term coming up in just a few weeks. And my very first question that I want to talk about today is why? Why do you choose to, to serve in this way? Because God asked me to. And <clears throat> there are many interesting things. Um, it's a privilege to serve as the mayor and you meet interesting people and, um, there's so many learning opportunities that I've benefited from, but ultimately it just comes down to God asked our family to move into this service role and we were willing to do it. And <clears throat> there've been many days where it was so hard. I wanted to quit. Mm -hmm. And if I was doing it for me mm -hmm. or doing it for accolades, Oh, I would have quit. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, there is one day that I did quit. <laughs> oh. I sat down on the edge of my bathtub and I was crying and I said, this is too hard. I quit. And my husband sat down beside me and he let me cry for a minute. And he said, are you going to tell the Lord that you quit? Because he's the one that asked you to do this. Mm -hmm. So after a long silence, I said, I, I'm not going to tell the Lord that I quit. He said, good. So you'll be ready to go tomorrow doing it again. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> that's what it comes down to for us is that we're here for this long. Yeah. This life is so temporary. I won't fully understand why he called the Nelson family to do this or the Gibbs family to do what you do or our pastors to do what they do our servicemen and women to do what they do. Mm -hmm. Everyone's life has a calling on it while they're here. Yeah. And if you're not called and attached to that in faith, when it gets hard, you'll quit. Right. Who wouldn't? Right. So 
Um, I think that's a hard question. It's it's a hard question to answer because if you're not a believer mm-hmm. and you don't have it, your life anchored to what God's asking you to do, it might sound, I don't know, preachy or, but I'm telling you, it's hard and I can't do it without him. Absolutely. Well, I definitely understand that and the world that you are called to serve in is very difficult. And what I can say for sure is um, I would follow you anywhere. And it has just been a pleasure to watch you not only lay before the Lord, should you serve as mayor or not, but then to walk that out. And through the most difficult time period that we've ever seen in our country and really the world in our lifetime, for sure. Um, It's just been incredible. And it is your commitment to the Lord that motivates me to hitch my wagon to yours. Um, And it is it's just a privilege to watch. Thank you. Um, What do you want people to know about you? that you don't know if they do? Um, <clears throat> that I, I cannot do this job without the prayers of people around me. Um, and just given this last year, <clears throat> it was a very challenging year for me personally. It was a very challenging year to serve as the mayor. It was a very challenging for us and our businesses, as it was for many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just saw that we, we go nowhere without the Lord carrying us. And so if, you know, if I'm pleased with how this year has gone for the city, it's because he poured out his favor on us. Amen. If I'm pleased with how my cancer treatment has gone, it's because he was extravagant in answering prayers for health and, and wisdom and good doctors and so I don't, I don't really know that there's anything about me that I want people to know other than our God is an extravagant God. Mm-hmm. And if you have relationship with him, um, he's doing amazing things in your life. And if you don't have relationship with him or you've only known him, you know, growing up in our area, a lot of people know God on a cultural level. Like, yeah, they know who he is, and they've been to enough vacation Bible schools to know the the story about Jesus. And I just want to make you more curious about him. Mm-hmm. So if, if there's anything about my life that makes you curious, I can tell you the answer to learn more about it is is in knowing who God is what he's done for us and what he's written in his book about, about who he is and what he's done for us. So let's get curious about that together. Yes, that's right. That's right. Okay. So thinking about our community and this is, I, I, I know obviously that you have had the cancer treatment and all of that, but it's crazy that something as big as cancer sort of pales in comparison to some of the other issues. And you dealt with all of that all Mm -hmm. at the same time. Um, 
what do you think or what concerns you most for our community? Um, I get concerned about truth mm-hmm. in our community. Mm-hmm. And I think you guys relate to that just in, in the work of Hope Choice. Right. It's the same thing. If you could tell girls, you share your story all the time saying, here I am further down the road and I want to tell you the truth about what this decision is. And I feel that way for our city. I, I see us societally struggle, struggling to get information and facts out. And we're in this weird transition stage where traditional media is really no longer the primary source that people turn to for facts and information. And so while we make that transition, um, who who is providing our information? Mm-hmm. And how do we vet them to know what their um, what's their agenda? Is it hidden or is it transparent? Do we trust it? Um, you know, I say all the time, everyone can can have their own opinion. Yes. You are entitled to your own opinion, but you're really not entitled to your own facts. Right. Because the facts are supposed to be what they are, not varying from person to person. Right. Um, but even even our national media, you know, everyone knows Fox News has a slant. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows CNN has a slant. Right. And so you kind of watch it knowing, well, they lean this way or they lean that way. And as we move away from traditional media where there were journalistic ethics, there's humans are involved, there's always going to be a perception or a slant. Right. But where do people get truth? Yeah. And it leaves us so vulnerable to what the scriptures tell us is coming in the end times, and that is people who will deceive us, mm-hmm. people who will try to look like Jesus and they will be counterfeiting. And so I think they will say all the right things, mm-hmm. but they won't be mm-hmm. the right things. Exactly. And so how do we as a community prepare for that? I think the battle is already here. I think we are seeing mm-hmm. um, situations where it's difficult to get the facts and people are pers- purposefully creating chaos and confusion around the facts. So... I get concerned for us as a community. How how do we have that voice that we trust? Um, who's held to some sort of ethic that says we will lay out the facts as clearly as we can so that you can decide? Yeah. I worry about that. Yeah. I, th- I feel like I worry about that as well. And it makes me want to commit to being more prayerful that we would have our eyes open and have our hearts uh, willing to be enlightened to the truth. Um, I think that it takes some effort on our part. You cannot just believe everything that you read or hear. Uh, You need to go to the source and ask questions. And that's one thing that I appreciate so much about you and your office, it has always been that if we have a question or a concern, you're willing to listen and explain. Um, something else that I think is apparent f- to people who serve in any form of leadership, sometimes the decision uh, can be misunderstood if I don't take time to find out why a decision was reached. 
um, in regard, you know, even things like masks. Mm -hmm. That has been such a divided topic, Mm -hmm. but people don't understand all of the details associated with the mask one way or the other. And I think that you have to put effort in to be a good citizen of a community. You have to make an effort to understand the details of decisions that are made that you don't agree with or to check into what people are saying. Is that really the truth? Because there is still such a thing as a fact and a truth. And so I just want to encourage our our community members, you need to research the people running for any office, school board, city council, the mayor, you need to know if what they're saying is true or not, and then choose the side that you want to stand on. And I think that's something too, as the body of Christ, as believers, it is okay for us to disagree sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. But it, I need to articulate my position and I need to be comfortable standing there. And that allows people to discern which side do I fall on. And so I just, I think that you are in such a difficult climate, but you handle it very well. And I just want to encourage anybody, if you have a question or something you want to know more about or understand, um, reach out to the mayor's office Mm -hmm. and, and you guys will communicate. Yeah, no, I agree. The mayor's hotline is 378-6445. And so that's, that's answered during business hours. If you've got any kind of question, I will add that I, I often see people call frustrated or angry, yet not really wanting any more than the headline approach. Right. So, um, and maybe you guys see this too, even in ministry, we want everything to fit in a five word headline, Mm -hmm. you know, so some of the most complex issues that we have in society, whether it's masks or immigration or um, taxation, you know, how did our tax dollars get used? How do our taxes get calculated? Even Mm -hmm. I can't answer that for you in five words, right? I, I need more. I need a whole paragraph to explain it to you. So we, we have accustomed ourselves to wanting a simple answer for complex problems. Right. So when the deceiver comes behind us and zooms in with a simple answer that's wrong, right, based on lies, it's a very hard position to be in to contrast that. It, mm. Because what I find is people don't... It, People don't want to be explained to. Right. They think, oh, if they're explaining, then they're trying to cover something up. Right. Well, it's a it's a complicated answer. It doesn't fit in a five-word headline, but because the enemy stole the headline, now now the, the government official is left trying to explain it to exactly. you. Exactly. And so it's a ch- I just would say, I guess, to all of us believers, be willing to listen first mm-hmm. and follow up with your good questions and know that a dialogue is going to get you closer to the truth mm-hmm. than a headline. Exactly. Exactly. And the word tells us that the Holy Spirit is our guide. Mm-hmm. And as a believer, he will point out if there is deception or untruth. And we have to trust that too. 
So I'm trusting him to do that. Yes. Yes. Well, I want to just end. I know you have a lot, a lot on your plate. I want to ask you what things you pray over this community. And then I just want us to end with you actually praying for us, if that's okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, Prayer is one of my uh, God-given gifts. And so talking about without getting emotional but I spend a lot of time in prayer for the city and uh, I like to be intentional about it I have a lot of different lists and I pray through them regularly I have a map of the city um, on a, a big board it's probably four foot by four foot and I use that anytime the Lord gives me a scripture for the city I just I write it in permanent marker on that. So, I mean, I, I take it very seriously. Um, I think there's something to when, not just when we speak God's truth over something that we love, but when God gives us a position of authority and that person in authority speaks and believes what God has said mm-hmm. about the people that he loves. I think that unleashes something and unlocks something in in the spiritual realm that we don't necessarily understand or see here. So I take it very seriously, and uh, I believe that the Word of God is true. I believe in the power of prayer, and I pray for all kinds of things. I ask God for big things for Mm -hmm. us. Um, I ask Him to eliminate things like addiction and divorce and loneliness. Um, And I ask him to rise up fathers and men to be daddies and women to be mamas. And I ask him to cover and and protect families and the covenant of marriage in our community. So a lot of different things, but I pray over city staff when I know we have an opening there. Yeah, and God has—I have seen Him bring some very sweet, specific answers to those prayers. Um, I pray over certain industries and professions in our city: um, teachers and hospital workers, and truck drivers, and small retailers. And I mean, I—I I just. I try to sit at my table every day, and yes, I have a list that I follow, but I try to just create enough space that the Holy Spirit can prompt whatever's on his heart, and then I just say it back to him. Mm. I, I don't, it's not, it's not anything I'm doing right. as much as it's just believing that he's with us and how, we, how we're doing his kingdom in our city. Absolutely. Well, I love that, and I would love to see your map. I'm sure it is a piece a of, of art. Yes, it's really do. not. It's very. You're going to see it and go. Very oh, awesome. This is very no, I want to see it. Oh, I would love to see it. I have your prayer time artwork all over this building, and I can't thank you enough for that. So, our city is blessed to have you, and we pray for you. So it would be an honor to us if you would close us with prayer. I would be honored. And I will just say, I feel the presence of those prayers. I mean, they they are like a physical friend with me. And I have said to my husband that someday, maybe sooner than later, someone else will serve as the mayor. 
and the presence of those prayers will go with that person, and they should, and I will bless that and be part of that. I will miss them. I will miss them because they are so tangibly present. So to everyone who has prayed for our city leaders during this time, but always, please know just how much it matters and how comforted we are to feel the strength of the presence of them. Awesome. Lord, you're extravagant to us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you so much for the ministries that you create, for the opportunities, for the platforms to talk about you and just how awesome you are. You're generous to us, and we thank you for all the many things, the blessings, the challenges, um, the opportunities that you give us here in Amarillo. I speak a blessing over our families, over our fathers and our mothers, over their marriages, over children, over, over obedience, Lord, even in that model that you've set up, the way that we obey you and the way that we obey those in authority that you've given us, whether it's through Romans 13 or in the family model, Father, when we choose to submit and obey, massive blessings flow our way. And it brings you great honor. So I just ask for that to be a spirit over our city. And even as people pass through on I-40, Lord, you know, tens of thousands of people pass through every Mm -hmm. year. May they be wrapped up in your peace, in your presence, in your truth. And may the spirit of obedience be on them, Lord, as they're a part of our city and as they leave and move through our city. We love you so much bless us and protect us and may our words and our choices bring you honor and glory amen 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 well you're a blessing to me and you're a blessing to this city and we just thank you very much for your time thank you if you would like to learn more about hope choice you can find that at hopechoice.com and we will see you next time Thanks for listening to the Candy Gibbs Podcast. For more information and other resources, visit candygibbs.com.